0: What does the 2022 schedule look like for the Green Bay Packers? We'll deal with all of that coming up next. You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team. Every day. Touchdown. You are locked on Packers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski and I cover the Packers for the leap. A newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. You can follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how the schedule is out. I like it. I think it works for the Packers. I think that they're going to win a lot of games. We're going to to go through game by game, coming up here in a second. Thanks to everyone who makes Lockdown Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. I'm going to to kick this schedule discussion off with a tweet from Andrew Brandt. When he was with the Packers, he said they looked at four things. Home games in December, January, especially against warm weather dome teams. Strength of opponents after Monday night football games with short weeks to prepare. Bye weeks. The later, the better, and warm-weather games to get a break from the cold. So home games in December, January. Okay, they got a couple, two-tree of those. They start December at Chicago, but then they have a bye week in week 14. Late bye week. Home for LA, at Miami, home for Minnesota, home for Detroit. So divisional games and conference games late in the season. That is important. Strength of opponents after Monday night football games. Well, they just have the one Monday night game and that is in week 15 against the Rams. They play at Miami the following week. Miami is a fine team. They're not a great team. New coaching staff, a quarterback, who knows what the deal is. By week, the later the better, week 14. That's a little late for me. A little late for me, but they play on Thursday night. November 17th, so they get a mini-buy before going to Philadelphia, which is one of their trickier games um, in, in on the schedule. We'll talk about that a little bit later. And then you have the warm-weather games to get away from the cold starting in November. They don't really have those. <laughs> they play Dallas at home. They play Tennessee at home. They go to Philadelphia, not exactly a warm-weather climate. At Chicago, not exactly a warm-weather climate. It's really just that Week 16 game against the Dolphins so that's that's it and I think that makes this schedule very manageable now they don't have tough games after Monday night games they don't have I mean they the the London game where they have to play the following week that's true but then they have the Jets at home not exactly the toughest situation but then you know the schedule in the middle is where it gets a little tough You come home, you got to play the Jets at home, but then you have three straight road games at Washington. Not a tough game, but a start of a tough stretch. You go to Buffalo, it's going to be tough. To Detroit, they're going to give you everything they have. Then home for Dallas, home for Tennessee, at Philadelphia, at Chicago before you're by. That's the stretch. That's the stretch where things can get a little hairy. And that's really the only stretch on the schedule. And, And still, they're better than probably all of those teams with with the possible exception of buffalo in buffalo otherwise they they really should they'll be favored in all those games and that's how we're going to think about this when we go through the schedule by you know game by game on the schedule let's think about how vegas would think about it are they going to be favored are they not and if they're not is it because they're on the road or and, and are they the better team if that's the case so if they're on the road and they're not favored are they still the better team I think that's the best way and the most useful way to think about this. And actually, if you look at, and Sharp Football Stats has been on this, if you look at the Vegas over-unders rather than last year's schedule, that's a much better way to predict what's going to happen. And I think the, the Packers' strength of schedule by Vegas win totals is actually the 15th easiest in the league. So right smack dab in the middle, they play the AFC East and the NFC East. That's a that's a big deal, and it's it is funny that Vikings fans could not figure out why the Vikings had a tougher schedule than the Packers, and it's like you do understand the Packers don't have to play themselves twice, and the Vikings do, and the Packers get to play the Vikings twice instead. That that's how, that's how that works. Amazing for the Packers. There there's a lot of a lot of good in this schedule, as far as I can see it. There's a lot of good. Now the the last piece, the bye week. The later bye week. Well, week fourteen is the bye week. That's a that's a good bye week if you like later. Now with the eighteen uh, week schedule, seventeen games. Is that too late? Like, is that too late? It might be too late. Now, like you want later, right? It feels a little like I understand wanting a late bye week, but like week eleven. Week 12, because you want to be able to, if you need those games, to lick your wounds at some point. If if you have a lot of injuries and the Packers, you know, they're the Pack IRs for a reason. You want to be able to lick your wounds if you need to, to not have a bye week until week 14 is, is a little tough. But week 11, they play the Tennessee Titans at home on a Thursday night. They get a mini buy to go play Philadelphia, who's going to be a very competitive team, a potential playoff team this season, to go get them. Then they come to Chicago and then they get their real buy. It would have been nice if, for example, they have the London game, which turns out to be week five. We knew that that was leaked. And then they have, um, you know, a short week or something like that two weeks later, right? Right. So not the following week, not week six, but week seven. If that had been a short week and then they got the bye week, that would have been a nice little way to break up the schedule. That's not what happened. Unfortunately, that's, that's, you know, it, it, it didn't break well from that standpoint. At the same time, I don't, I don't look at the schedule and see a lot of really tough stretches, so I think you can look at the start of the schedule. You start in Minnesota, home for Chicago, which is a rivalry game. You don't really know what Chicago is going to look like at that point. You go to Tampa, and then you're home for the Patriots before the London game against the Giants. That's a, that's a you know, divisional games are never a gimme. So that's a nice little couple game stretch. Then from a schedule standpoint that's when you start to go, okay, this is a little wonky. You have to play the London game. You come home for the Jets. That They're probably not a great team. Then you have to go to Washington. That's going to be tough enough. Travel, I, you know, good defense. But Carson Wentz, like, you know, who knows what that team is going to be. Then you have to go to Buffalo and to Detroit. You know that Detroit game is going to be tough just because Dan Campbell has them playing their butts off. I thought they've had a nice uh, offseason. They're probably going to be a little better than they were, in the, you know, last year. You play home for Dallas, home for Tennessee, at Philadelphia, at Chicago before you're by. That's the stretch. Now, not that all those games are tough, but just from a travel standpoint, you have to go three straight road games. Then you come home and you play a couple playoff teams and then you have to go back out. You have to play a playoff team from last year, at least in Philadelphia. And you have to go to Chicago in a rivalry spot. That's that's not ideal it's not the worst, but it's not the best. Right? So, from that standpoint, I think you're in good position to make hay with this with this schedule. According to Sharp Football Stats, and I think this is a really great way to look at the schedule. You can use the rather than use last year's win totals. Last year's um uh record. I think it makes more sense. To use the Vegas win totals. So if you look at it from that perspective. The Packers are actually 15th in strength of schedule. Right in the middle. And Vikings fans are mad that they play a tougher schedule. And it's like you do understand that this is because the Packers get to play the Vikings twice. Right? That's how this works. It's different if you have to play the Packers twice. Which the Vikings do. So we're going to go through these game by game. And try and figure out what a a reasonable record looks like for the Packers. Right after this, today's episode brought to you by friends at Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, let's go through this. Game by game. And I'm going to think about this from a Vegas perspective. And bet online. And all that stuff. Because I don't want to just say, okay, I think the Packers are better than these teams. I think the Packers are better than potentially every team on their schedule. And I think there's three teams where there's a conversation. So let's just let's just work from that point. And then... You have to think. Okay, there's there's going to be some other games where they might slip up. There might be a an issue here, or an issue there, whatever it is. For for the Packers and and this exercise, let's think about first how we think Vegas would set the line. Who do they think is going to win, and we'll work from there. Right? Okay. So to open the season at Minnesota, I don't think Minnesota. I think Minnesota is going to be a fine team. Um, and they, we actually do have lines for this already, the opening week lines, which, you know, I just think is, is beyond hilarious, but it's a, it's a fun way to think about what's going on. Bet online has a line for Packers, Vikings, and it's Packers minus two. So if the Packers are going to be favorites, then you have to think, okay, well, Packers are better. We, we know that. Okay. So that's a win. Like, that's reasonable. Home for Chicago, that has to be a win. You're a better team. Chicago's roster is one of the worst in football. That's got to be a win. Week 3 is, is I don't want to say it's a pivotal game, but the head-to-head matchups do often matter when it comes to playoff seedings. It is one of the essential tiebreakers in playoff seedings. And Tampa plays in a division like the Packers, where they are probably going to run away with the division so getting a head-to-head win could be essential in playoff seating i think going to tampa in september it's going to be hot not everyone is going to be in peak football condition yet green bay is still going to be figuring out new things with their offense how are they going to integrate these rookie receivers those are important questions and I think from that standpoint, the continuity, Tom Brady, all that stuff, I think it has to you have to look at Tampa Bay here. So okay, there's your first loss. Home for New England. The Packers are a better team than New England. So that's that's a win. At home you have to get wins like that. London, week 5, New York Giants. The Packers are better. The Packers are better irrespective of who they sign at receiver, it doesn't matter. The Packers have a better roster, they have better coaches, they have a better QB. I mean, this is this is it really is that simple in a lot of cases. And in the case of this this game and this team, the, I, there is some there's some talent on the Giants roster, I think, but not enough and even the neutral field I don't think does enough to even the playing field here. This is this is a Packers win. Then you come home week 6 to play the Jets. It's not a bye week, but I mean, it's it's not not. It's not not a bye week. And uh, for the the Jets, you have Mike LaFleur, which is a great storyline. You have Robert Sala, who's had some success defensively against this Packers team. They just don't have the bodies. They just don't have the horses yet. Zach Wilson, if he turns out, did I say it right the first time? Yes, I did. If, they, if he turns out to, to take that year two leap, I think this becomes a much closer game. I don't see that. I don't see that happening. So this is a game where I think the Packers are going to be a touchdown, eight, nine, 10 point favorites at home against the Jets. That's a win. On the road against the Commanders. I see Washington in the same sort of tier with Minnesota in terms of their quality. And so my guess is, you know if the Packers come into this game Five and one or whatever it is, I think that you're gonna see the Packers favored in this game. I think they deserve to be favored in this game. I don't think Washington has done enough to close the gap between what we saw last year, even at the quarterback position where it's Taylor Heineke versus Carson Wentz. Is that is that really that different? Are we sure that's that different? I'm not. So I think I think this is a win. Okay, now it gets a little interesting to Buffalo. This is the day before Halloween. It's going to be people in Buffalo are going to be jumping through tables. I'm my hope is to be there, uh, and uh, maybe I'll try and convince my my producer Ali Bronson to meet me in Buffalo for that, and we can jump through through some tables. It's it's really it's really going to be a fun 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 game. It's a Sunday night game. Aaron Rodgers versus Josh Allen. This is one of those games that you have to have circled. Just from a fan standpoint, this is going to be really fun. And the best part is, doesn't matter if you lose. I mean, it matters, but it doesn't matter because it's an AFC team. So if one of your toughest games on your schedule is an AFC team, that's actually good for you because those losses just don't mean as much. They just don't mean as much. So I'm going to mark this down. I think this is a game where you see Buffalo favored. And so... I'm marking this down as a loss. At Detroit, noon game, have to win this. That's a win. Home for Dallas. The return of Mike McCarthy. This was a this was a game that was leaked out early. And Rashawn Gary was on the promotional materials. You'd love to see it. The star turn before our eyes. You have to get this win at home against Dallas. No Amari Cooper. Yes, you know, Micah Parsons and this defense can present some challenges, but against Mike McCarthy, you know Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is going to throw five touchdowns in this game. I mean, whatever whatever that week, whatever the over and yards and the over and touchdowns is for Aaron Rodgers, take it. And and the Packers with the points. I'm t- Aaron Rodgers is winning this game against Mike McCarthy. I promise you that. Then they're home for the Titans who are in a bit of a, a rebuilding spot. I know that there's some people in the chat who are very annoyed that this is not or that this is the gold package game the Milwaukee Packers game and not the Dallas game it should be the Dallas game but because it's now an 18 week season with 17 games it's the Titans game and that's that's a tough look that's a tough look that it's and and maybe maybe the Packers are happy about that because there is some speculation in my opinion unfounded speculation but some speculation that the Milwaukee fans are not quite as loud That they sit a little too much. I'm just telling you what people are saying. Many people are saying this. I'm not saying this. People are saying this. I've been to those games many times. I think the Milwaukee crowds are generally very good. So I don't understand that criticism. But Green Bay people get a little finicky about it. Those are two wins. This Philly game is interesting. Are they going to be favored in Philly? If they're a two-loss team... Coming off wins against Dallas and Tennessee, they probably will be. They probably will be. But this is one of those games. It's a it's an uncommon opponent. You have a weird offensive structure. You've got a running quarterback. This is one of those games where if you're not prepared to play, this is a Sunday night game. Now, that's the other part of this. If this were a noon, you know, like a one East game, I could see the Packers like not coming to play. <sighs> I'm going to give the Packers a loss here, but only because if it doesn't happen here it's going to happen at some point that I think that they're they're going to drop one of these games. They're better than the Eagles. So if we're just doing the are they better than them thing, yes. I think though this this has got like Packers minus two in a very similar way that the Vikings was. One, pa- Packers minus one kind of feel to it. But they're they're not, I don't think they're gonna go 15 and two. And I think they're gonna win these other games. So let's just take the L here at Chicago, win bye week, and then the Rams. And this is this is a, an important one, right? You have the bye week before you play a home game on Monday night against the Rams, a warm weather dome team, cold weather Lambeau Field. Aaron Rodgers, the Packers won a very similar game last year in a national TV spot, and I, I think the Packers understand what it takes to beat this Rams team. They now have done it two seasons in a row, and I think the Packers. I don't know if they're better than than the Rams, but at home they're going to be favored against the Rams. And at this point, maybe they've signed Otto Beckham. Maybe they've signed Julio Jones. Maybe they've signed Jarvis Landry. And I think they've figured out a lot of things on offense and defense. I think the matchup favors Green Bay. So I'm going to take the Packers here. At Miami is interesting because if all the pieces fit the right way, this is one of those weird games where you go and it's 75 and, or, and humid. And you're used to being at in, at home, and it's 12 degrees at home, and and like the sweat gets to you or something. I don't think the Packers lose this game, but I think it ends up being closer than it probably should be. Like it's going to be the Packers minus five and a half, and then they win by a field goal late, and then you're home to finish the season. Vikings, Lions. And this, I think there's a 14 and three schedule. Like I, I I don't I kind of don't understand some of the wailing and gnashing of teeth over the schedule. I don't think it's that tough a schedule because they get six games against the division. The division's bad. They get four games against the AFC East, which is not particularly great. They get four games against the NFC East, which is not great. So I this is a favorable schedule for Green Bay. There's no stretch where I'm like, oh, this stretch is unmanageable. In their stretch of tough games in the middle of the season, they get the Cowboys and the Titans at home. Those are two of the tougher games in that stretch. So is there some mystique about Lambeau Field now? No, probably not. But you're at home. And the Packers, we've seen it, at least in the regular season. Damn it. At least in the regular season, they don't lose at home. So I, I think that this, this schedule sets up for them to have another three loss kind of season, be in the mix for that number one seed. And we'll, I mean, this is, this is if there was ever a team where it's all about what happens in the playoffs. This is that season and this and this is that team. But you they they have a schedule that sets up for them to do the thing. And so, now all they have to do is go do it. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. We've got a new flavor, birthday cake puff. Imagine dipping your finger into the plastic tub of birthday cake frosting. You've done that, come on. And then opening your eyes and realizing it's only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. You'd probably dip your finger in that cancer a lot more if that were the case. Birthday cake puffs. I've never had anything like this. And they're available right now. And we can't promise that they're gonna be there tomorrow. You need to go there right now and get them at Built.com. If you haven't tried the puffs, it's just different. It's just different. A chocolate-covered marshmallow protein bar. Protein infused marshmallow. And it it's not it's not some weird health food. It it tastes like marshmallow and chocolate. And and yet yeah, 150 calories, 16 grams of protein. It is unbelievable. Go to built.com and get the birthday cake puffs now. That's built.com. Use promo code LOCK 15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code locks 15 for 15% off at built.com. All right. This is A season that sets you up for the postseason. A regular season that gets you ready to play the postseason. There are not going to be a lot of challenges in terms of individual games. Right? They play in Tampa. That's a tough one. They play home for the Rams in Dallas. Those are going to be tough games. And you have to play in Buffalo. Those are really the spots. The Packers are better than the Eagles. And if we just want to do quarterbacks, the only quarterbacks you're really worried about, Tom Brady and Josh Allen. So unless Zach Wilson takes a big step forward, unless Justin Fields takes a big step forward, unless Carson Wentz is a guy that he hasn't been in five years, unless Jalen Hurts takes a big step forward, unless Tua Tungavailoa takes a big step forward, the Packers are going to have the quarterback advantage in every game. Except except those two where you're playing you're playing essentially dead even with Brady and Allen. Let's not let's I mean, Rodgers is still Rodgers, but let's not let's not denigrate those guys. Those guys are are with Brady, of course, all time great with Josh Allen, potentially all time great players. And right now in in the league, there's like a, a tier of guys of elite guys. Those guys are in it. That's the only time that the Packers play those kinds of players. And so does that mean that that's everything? No, because they played a team that did not have one of those guys in the playoffs and lost that's a separate problem that's a separate problem so for the packers this is about working out the kinks and i would love to see the packers treat this regular season like the spurs in the in the peak popovich days or the warriors in in their 15 to 19 run where the regular season is about experimentation it's about finding little advantages it's about playing young players in spots that you wouldn't expect young players to get work in. And if it doesn't work out, being okay with it precisely because you know in the playoffs you need those guys. That's what I want to see from this team. Don't just run your stuff, try, experiment, fail if necessary. That's what I want to see from the Packers. Don't just run this back. Find ways to, and they're going to have to, just by necessity, they're going to have to because no Devontae Adams, no T1A number one receiver. So you have to figure that part of it out. They were not a great run blocking unit last year. Can they be better this year? There's a lot of things offensively, identity-wise that they have to get worked out. And then defensively, can they coalesce in a way that their talent says they should? Because if they can, this defense can be Elite, top 10, top five kind of defense. This defense can be outstanding. And I think a lot of people underestimated the Joe Barry hire. I'm one of those people. I I made the case for why I think it makes sense and why I think the Packers did it. A lot of people are just like, nah, it's not going to work. It worked. Did they get much better? No, but they held the fort without two all pros. Now you get Jair Alexander back. They've added some talent to this defense overall with Quay Walker, Devontae Wyatt. As much as I didn't love those draft picks, that's depth, that's talent. That's I mean, those guys are talented. Try some stuff. Fail if necessary. Don't be afraid to fail. If, it, if you think it's going to make you better for the playoffs, that's what you have to do at this point. So... That's what I want to see from this Packers team. That is is the bar for me. Because they can win 12, 13 games kind of sleepwalking through the regular season. But how do you use the regular season as a tool to make you better for the postseason? That's what you have to find out. All right, we're going to be back next week. A lot more fun to be had. Uh, Deontay Lee from... Uh, the Athletic is going to be with us to talk a lot of different stuff. I have a really cool piece coming out on Quay Walker um, for the leap next week that I can't wait for you guys to read. And a lot more content coming, a new interview for Summer Fridays. So follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. any anytime. You want to hit us up on the Locked On Packers fan hotline, you can do that, 920-341-3775. Stay Locked On Packers.